possible. Anything is possible with God. Um, God has, has great power. And just in the power of a moment, your circumstance or situation can be shifted. Um, and it can change. I do believe that the Lord has given me a word um, for this church. It's such a great feeling to know when you come back somewhere, you see new people, new faces. Amen. And uh, some of you I've never met before. And this is awesome. And that's a part of revival. And that's a part of uh, harvesting. And that's a part of growth. Yes. Amen. Um, I do believe that the Lord has a word for somebody today. Amen. And God wants to help each and every one of us. Um, that we go out this place differently and not the same way that we walked in. Um, and that is by God. I give honor to your pastor today, great man of God and friend. Um, and it's such, a, it's such an honor and blessing to see what other churches are doing and other people of God are doing. Um, but I, I can go on forever and talking for you. Ladies. If you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis chapter 32 Genesis chapter 32 if I can get just a little bit more Genesis chapter 32 um, starting out in verse 22 these allergies are trying to take me down today but you know what God is good Yes, he is. amen Genesis chapter 32 starting out in verse 22 and he rose up that night and he took his two wives and his Two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over uh, the ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent uh, them over the brook. And he sent over uh, he sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for that day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. Jacob meaning surplanter, schemer, uh, trickster, or swindler. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, surplanter, schemer, trickster, or swindler, but Israel. For as a prince, has thou power with God and with men, and has prevailed. For the next little while, I want to preach to you, it's time for a shift. Yeah. It's yeah. time for yes. a shift. Yes. If you can put your Bibles down and lift up your voice, and let's pray. Let's ask that the Holy Ghost will help us today. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We come God, before you right now, Jesus, God. Jesus, we in your name that's above every God, name. We, thank you for we ask, God. Lord, for the witness of the Holy we Ghost in this place. God, we recognize us. your presence confirm in this place. God, help us, today, God. God. Confirm your help word us to do today, your will, God. Help us to open your word. your word today, Lord. Come on, that's Jesus it right now. Name. Lift up your voice. Lift God, up your hands. You Why don't you magnify this great God, God because he is worthy. God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. This morning, Hallelujah. preaching from the thought, it's time for a shift. Amen. Um, 
It's interesting enough to take a look at the life of Jacob and um, Jacob's choices and where he finds his life. Um, Jacob kind of follows the pattern after his, his, his father and his mother. Um, this is one of the most popular stories in the Bible is that Jacob wrestling with an angel or a representation uh, of, of God being there. You find Jacob wrestling uh, with this very angel. But there's a reason why Jacob's wrestling with this angel. Before this time, Jacob, he's a, he's a surplanter. Jacob's a deceiver. He, he tricks his brother out of his, out of his birthright. And, yeah. and, and, and he manipulates and he, and he, and he, and he twists things. And not only that, his father was a liar as well. And his father was a manipulator. And, and, and you see it also in the life of Jacob's mother. His mother manipulates and, and helps him scheme and, and lie to his father so that he can get the blessing that he is supposed to have. And Jacob's way about going about life and his answers to life and the way to go about living life is all wrong. He's using deception and he's using lies. He's he's sitting in the direction that he's going. And he, he, he has a purpose and, and, and plan applied to his life, but by Jacob's choices... He, he's, he's going to another path. He's going to another direction because of sin, uh, of disobedience, and uh, of self-willed. Anybody, you'll hear any Bible scholar that talks about Jacob. Jacob was a very selfish man. Jacob, it was all about Jacob, what Jacob wanted, what he wanted to see in his life. That Jacob was, was considered a man of deception. Before his very onset of the deception, the very, uh, the very name of Jacob is, is, is revealed. His name is established that he is a surplanter. And he ends up living out his name. He ends up filling up that role. But for Jacob to go on in life, he couldn't continue the path that he was going to go. If Jacob was going to continue the path that he was going to go, he was not going to reach the destination that God had him to reach. So Jacob had to have this wrestling encounter. He had to have this moment. The Bible talks about how Jacob was left alone. I think that's something we must pay attention to this morning, that to truly intermingle with God, at times you must be left alone. For Jacob to experience this shift in his life from him going to one name to another name, not only changing his physical identity, but Jacob changed his spiritual identity that day. But for him to get to that place, an opportunity for there to be a shift in his life, for there to be an adjustment in where God wanted him to be. Jacob had to be alone with God. Yeah. He had to get away from the influence of his family. He had to get away from the influence of his friends. And he had to step into this secret place where God, where he could latch on to God and he can say, God, change me. God, bless me. Yes. God, transform yes. my life. Yes. God, I don't want to be the same way that I've been. But God, I need something from you to shift my life. God, all of my life, I've been a deceiver. God, all of my life, I've been a liar. God, all of my 
my life I've been a thief I've stolen from those around me God I've deceived those around me God I need you to shift my life God I need you to turn me over and completely transform me He realized, I can't continue my life in deception. I can't continue my life in sin. I can't continue my life in bondage. Somewhere along the way, Jacob had to say, I got to cut off the pattern. My daddy was a liar. My, my, my mother was a liar. My daddy was a sinner. My mother was a sinner. Somewhere in Jacob, he Come had on. to say, I don't want to live that same life that the lineage that follows me, that is before me lived. I want to set a new path. Yeah. I want to set a new direction. Because purpose and identity was tied to Jacob's life. Now I felt the Holy Ghost speak to me this week. That for some of you today, it's time for a spiritual shift yes. in God. Yes. God is telling you, you come in this place today wondering about salvation and living for God. And the way out of the trouble that you're in. God has come to give you an answer this morning. That it's time for you to allow him to shift your circumstances. It's time for you to allow him to shift your life. You can't continue the same path that you're living. This may not be for everybody today. But it's for somebody. It's time to shift your yes. mindset. It's time to shift your life. It's time to shift your priorities. It's time to shift. Come on, somebody help me pray today. God's not calling you to be a schemer. God's not calling you to be deceptive. God has not called you that you live in a life of sin. But God has called you this morning and when you were born to live a life free from sin. When you sin, you die. You die spiritually. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, God said, you shall surely die. You will die in your sins. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. The church doesn't have a problem. God doesn't have a problem. People have problems. People coming to God. God's not the issue. God becomes the issue in our mind when we want to shift God to what we want God to be. And we want to stay in our comfort zone. And we want to say, God, I want to live for you, with you, uh, with these parameters around my life. I, I want to live in this safe place, God. And, and you know what, God? I, I don't know if it's all in all that. You know, I, I don't think I have to get baptized in Jesus' name. 
I don't think I need the Holy Ghost. What do I need the Holy Ghost for? No, that's, that's the very thing trying to fight. You're, you're trying to turn God into what you want him to be. It's trying to make Christianity what you want it to be. But you know what? Somewhere we got to get alone like Jacob and say, God, will you shift me? God, will you turn me around? God, will you transform me? For somebody this morning that God wants to shift your life, God wants to turn you around. You can walk out of this place speaking in tongues with the Holy Ghost. You can walk in this place transformed by the Word of God. If you're sick in your body, God can heal you right now. God, I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost. God is trying to transform you today. God's trying to give you new insight today. God's trying to give you direction. You're going in circles in your life. Some of you, you're repeating the same patterns and doing the same old thing. But God is saying, stop the pattern. Stop the path. Come on, we're in this thing this morning. God has a plan. God has a purpose. We didn't come to play church today. But the Holy Ghost wants to really liberate somebody this morning. You may say, why is this preacher yelling? Why is he screaming? I'm not screaming. I'm just passionate about what God is doing. God has something for you. The world doesn't have the answer. The answer is not outside of these four walls. The answer to your problems, your circumstances, your situation, it's right in this door. It's right in this church. It's in the word of God. saved by the preached word of God. If there will not be a preacher that will get behind the pulpit and preach then people will not be saved. If we don't get up and preach the word, what I'm doing this morning I'm preaching the word to you. If you don't turn your life around, you will die in your sin. You will die in your bondage. Hallelujah! He said, I come to give you life and that more abundantly. He didn't call you just to live through the motions of life. He didn't call you to be a deceiver. He didn't call you to be a sinner. When Adam and Eve 
sin. They started a pattern of sin. Before the fall, Adam had a perfect upright nature. When Adam fell, uh, Adam and Eve fell into sin. It started a pattern of continual failure and, and issues. Uh, uh, people wonder why we have the problems in certain communities. Because all it is is a continual pattern after generation after generation. Uh, 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 one person struggles with one things. Poverty goes to generation to generation. Uh, uh, the same abuse goes from generation to generation. Yeah. The only way that patterns change in your life is by you standing up and saying, I don't want to live this way anymore. My babies are not going to live this way. Our household is not going to live this way. The Bible says, as for me in my house, my house, how you live, it's up to you. It's not up to your neighbor. It's not up to your family. It's up to you. It is up to you. We can make all kind of excuses when it comes to living for God. We can make all kind of uh, excuses about coming to God. But when it's all said and done and, and the day of judgment lays before our eyes, we're going to have to make a, a, a choice and decision. And by then it'll be too late to make the choice and decision. But beforehand, you have to make a choice of how you're going to live your life. You have to decide, I'm going to live my life in the house of God. I'm going to live my life with God. I'm not going to go out and try to figure out everything else outside of these four walls. I'm not going to continue the pattern of my family. I'm not going to go after the same cycle over and over again. But somewhere I'm going to start a new leaf, a new direction, a new path and pattern. That you know what? The people that follow after me, they'll be blessed. My kids will be blessed. My kids' kids will be blessed. So much based upon the decision that I made. Based upon the decision that you made. God is giving somebody an opportunity. That there is a spiritual shift happening right now. As I preach, you can't shut it down. You gotta open yourself up to it today. God wants to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. All across this building right now, lift up your hands. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands right now. Come on, you can get the Holy Ghost while I'm preaching. Come on, right now. Repent before God. God, I'm tired of the same path and direction I've been going. Come on, God, I'm tired of the spiritual shift today. 
God, I need a spiritual shifting today. transformation. God's trying to raise an Israel. He's killing off Jacob. He's killing off the pattern of Jacob. But he's trying to raise up a prince. He's trying to raise up a prince. Somebody who's has favor with God and with man. God wants to, to get you to a point that you have favor on your job. And you have favor in your family. And you have favor in the house of God. 
I feel it in the Holy Ghost right now. God's going to give this church favor. God's going to bless this church. God has this church in his hand.
Come on, right now, all across this building, I want all of us to stand up and obey what we feel in the Holy Ghost. God is giving somebody a moment and opportunity and time that where you're at right now will never be the same if you will tap into what you feel in the Holy Ghost. When God moves in such a manner like this, we have to tap into it and say, God, all right, we're taking our hands off the steering wheel. I felt this so strongly. Sometimes we want to put our hands on the steering wheel of what, what, what we want in life. And we want to steer it. We want to do it. That's what Jacob was doing when he came to his life. God, he was like, I, I can steer this direction. And, and I can turn here. And I, I can do what I want. And, and I can live however I want. Until God had to completely break him all the way down to the place where he said, all right, God, look, it's not my name anymore. God, I can't, I can't drive the car anymore. God, I can't, I can't try to do everything on my own anymore. I, I can't live my life the way that I want to live it. But God, I've got to live it how you want me to live it. That's where you got to get today. Got to get in that place. You say, I'm taking my hands off of controlling everything in God. That God, if you really, you really love me, and you really have something for me, I'm, I'm, I'm letting go. I'm not going to try to build my own little house how I want to build it. But there's a shift right now in the spirit. God's saying, I'm shifting you. Come on, if you walk in this place with sin, with bondage, so bound by God right now, not by God, by the enemy, God wants to give you the answer to your problem right now. God wants to liberate you with the power of the Holy Ghost. Bible talks about how we are saved by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus, he, he, he died. He was buried. And he rose again. How we identify with that is saying, you know what? I repent of my sins because I have faith in God. I repent of my sins. I seek after the Holy Ghost believing that God's going to Give me the Holy Ghost when God gives me the Holy Ghost. I'm also baptized in Jesus' name. And my life is transformed. God's giving you that opportunity right now. This applies to every one of us. Whether a saint in the church that's been here for a while. Or if you find yourself new in the building today. Or if you find yourself, you've been coming to the church house. But you haven't received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You haven't been baptized in Jesus' name. God's giving you an opportunity right now. These altars are open. I said it. I still feel it. There's a shift for you today. There's a shift in the Holy Ghost for you today. Why don't we find a place right now to entertain what we feel in the Holy Ghost? 
Come on, all across this building right now, lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. And say, God, here I am. Here I am, oh God. Come on, get activated in the Holy Ghost. Get activated in the Holy Ghost today.